And now I got the audio. Bam. So we let's get into mics, but first yeah. I just wanted to say, Joe Begley, it's a pleasure. You are a busy man. Thanks, man. I got to tell you, you know, and I don't just say this. I'm not a sentimental guy, mm -hmm. right? So I don't say this lightly. I'm a big fan. Thank you, man. And I'm a big fan because I, something about me, even though I'm one of these cushy bourgeois tech guys, yeah, I love bloody knuckle work ethic. Thanks, man. And you are a bloody knuckle work ethic comic. I'm also a bougie tech guy, too. Yeah, though. I know. <laughs> Yeah, so we I, both are. I cover both yeah. the bases, man. We cover both yeah. of the bases, but I really, I'm cheering for you. I'm watching Thanks, you man. go to your show. I'm, see, here's the thing. You're hitting showcases. You're not giving up on the open mic scene. You're still on the open Never mic will. scene. Four and open mics on Monday, dude. I don't give a fuck. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And on top of that, um, you know, you're opening for big acts over at the improv. I'm seeing you in clubs. And most importantly... Tell me about what's going on with TikTok because this Yeah, that's been fucking crazy. This is insane. Dude. Okay, so brief backstory. I wanted to film not a special, but I wanted to film a half hour for myself. I wanted yeah. to do in independent distribution. Because if you're up on like um do you know who Andrew Schultz is? I do yeah. I think every comic should be following this model. Yeah. So like basically what he decided to yeah. do is he's he's basically like the comic version of Gary V, right? Where right. he's looking at it and he's going, Okay, like every minute of stand up, that's six pieces of content, right? Yeah. And I'm with it on that. So I'm, I'm looking at this and I go, all right, I'm going to go out and I'm going to film a half hour. And my plan was originally to chop yeah. it up into 30 minutes, okay. um, make it basically like 30 minutes for YouTube, fucking basically 15 great bits for TikTok, yeah. 15 great bits for Instagram, Snapchat, all that. That was the plan until I, I fucking, I bombed. Oh. I bombed. So this was Christmas week, okay? So okay. Christmas week was the 27th. The yeah, show yeah, yeah. was the 27th. Yeah, yeah. I flew home on the 22nd. Okay. So 22nd, 23rd, we go out with family friends, hammered. <sighs> 20, 24th, no. Christmas Eve, big party at my friend's house, hammered. Christmas Day is Christmas Day. 26th, we have a big party at my house, go to bed at 3 o'clock in the morning, get the show on the 27th. My memory's all, all fried. I don't do that good. Except for like right. six minutes. There were six minutes in there where I was murdering. Okay. Murdering. Yeah. So I look back on the tape and I paid like a good amount of money for this. I got a two camera shoot. It looks beautiful. I loved it. It right? was so professional looking. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah. So it was like, um, it looked pro. Yeah. And the clips came out phenomenal. So I was like, I can't release this whole thing on YouTube. This right. is garbage. Okay. So why don't I just cut up the three best bits from this and put it on TikTok? Yeah. So I had a small TikTok following at the time of 27 followers. Oh, man. It sounds like my YouTube page. Yeah. Dude, no, we'll, that's we'll better than my YouTube page. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we'll pump it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had like 12, um, I had like 12 videos on there. Okay. And I think the biggest one at the time was like 2,200, and it was okay. of John Gab drinking a mimosa. Or no, Zach Lord drinking a mimosa out okay. of a pool noodle. I've watched those. <laughs> yeah. I've watched those. Yeah, at Dolores yeah. Park. Yeah. So I post the first one, and this is like a high-quality stand-up bit. Yeah. And it does so bad for the first three hours that I take it down. Okay. I got no views. Okay. So I was like, okay, shit, we'll try it again. So I went in. I, like, cleaned up the editing a little bit. I posted again. Again, two hours, no views. And I'm like, this is so annoying, you know, so – not getting anything. Thank God I go. And it rattled your confidence? Yeah, it totally rattled it. Oh. I go, I go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm 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 posting it anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I went out, I think I went for a jog, took a shower, came yeah. back, I look at it, it's uh, like three hundred. I go, Okay, that's pretty good. I go to load up the car, I'm at like eight hundred by the <gasps> time I'm in the car. I'm like, what's going on? I start driving up to San Francisco. By the time I get to San Francisco, we're at twenty five hundred. Okay. So then I go to bed, I wake is up. That, and you never hit 2,500 on any of your other Never. Days. So this is the biggest one I've done uh, at the time. So I'm at 2,500. I wake up the next morning and nothing's happened. And I'm like, ah, damn it. Yeah, yeah So yeah. where we're at. Yeah. And I'm hanging out with my friend. We decide to day drink, you know? Yeah. And so Why not? Why not? We're yeah, kicking yeah. it. And I'm sitting there and all of a sudden it's at 5,000. I go, that's, that's pretty cool, you know? Right. 
damn, we're, we're rallying. I think I'm in the algorithm again, bro. You know, damn. that's, that's yeah. the key with everything, yeah. right? If you're not in the algorithm, you're basically in an, uh, like a back alley somewhere exactly. where no one can find you. And once it determines that you're getting like the numbers that they're looking for, they shoot you to the moon, which happened. Cause by the time we go out to get like eggs Fuck and stuff, we're like, yes. let's go to the palm house. So we go to yeah. the palm house. By the time we get to the palm house, we're at 10,000. I love this. The whole time yeah. you're drinking. Yeah. The it's whole total time. Bagley story. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> this is classic so, Bagley. Dude, I'm starting to get fired up. Cause I'm like, we're going viral, dude. We're yeah, going yeah. viral. So yeah, yeah. we're in there. I'm talking to this table next to us. I'm gassing them up. They're yeah. gassing me up. Right. We are, by the end of this, we're doing rum shots with this dude oh, that we met on nice. the street. We're drinking tequila. I, yeah. I'm crushing beers. By the time we leave brunch, it's got 100,000 views. And I go, damn. So then I go to bed. It's a This is within a 24-hour period. Within a 24-hour period. By the time, so it's like 24 hours out from posting, we're at 250,000. Yeah. Um, next day, we're up to like 400, right? Okay. I post the next video. Within an hour, it's got 100,000, 150,000. Nice. I go to the gym because I'm like, I'm looking at my phone too much. I come back from the gym an hour later, 750. Wow. That video is now the second most viewed stand-up clip ever posted on TikTok. And it came out of nowhere. And then I posted another one. It got like 3 million. So I went from being this like ambiguous guy to like I'm looking at it and I'm fucking I'm like one of the top dogs on there out of nowhere. Like it, And then it started spilling over. People have been looking at my Instagram stuff, my YouTube okay, stuff. That's, yeah. that's important. That's what I want to hear about because totally social media – you know, I, I'm not savvy at all. I'm trying to use everything I can. I'm trying mm -hmm. to put a spotlight on, you know, Bay Area comedy, getting people on. But I just don't know how to get um, followers. So the question I had for you, mm -hmm. and it sounds like the answer is yes. Yeah. What happened? If you pop on one, people follow you to all. So I looked at it kind of like a glass of water. And, like, there's, I had an empty cup, right? Right, right. And then so the water starts getting poured into the cup. And I'm like, damn, my, like my cup's getting filled up. Yeah. But it got to the point where there was only like three minutes of good stand-up on me on this, right? So yeah. all of a sudden, my video on TikTok of me skiing gets like 50,000 views. Oh, and shit. all my other stuff, like a video of me dealing with a heckler gets like 70,000. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. And then yeah. it started to pour out of the cup and into the YouTube channel. And I got like 500 500 followers on that. I got like 500 on Instagram. But nice. the thing is, like, I'm a dude, when when I say this, I truly, like, I don't care about going viral. Yes. I don't, I don't I give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what I give a fuck about is I want to get to this point where I'm using this as a vehicle to be able to do comedy, right? You, people yeah. will give you mic time if you have an audience. Oh, believe me, people that have been ignoring me for months all of a sudden remember my phone number. And have not stopped calling. Damn. It's been crazy, but dude, like comedy clubs are like sliding in my DMs and stuff, oh. and I'm like, okay, let's fucking go, because yes. all of a sudden, like, I'm looking at this, and you got to understand, like, this is this is the truth, and we both yeah, experienced yeah. this. Like, like you said, I'm a dog. Okay, yeah. I'm a true dog. Yeah, I want to be on stage. Yes, if I don't have a show. You've seen me do a full weekend at the Improv and yes. then show up at Woodham's at 1 o'clock in the yes. morning to do open mic spots. I don't 100%. care. Yeah. I just want to be on stage. I like yeah. being on stage. And to be honest, sometimes I like being on stage at dive bars more than I do at clubs because it's fun. I feel loose. I feel like when I get on stage there, there's I feel like truly untethered. Like I feel like I can just say whatever I want. So I want to tell a story. I tell yeah. a story. I want to do crowd work. I do crowd work. And it's fun. Yeah. I just like doing comedy, dude. Yeah. You know, I'm a guy who likes doing stand up. Right. And, and then this. Yeah. So I like that you said that because I look at it this way and I, it didn't really mm. click with me until I started doing um, stand up is that, you know, that yeah. saying that they say, uh, if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there to hear it, uh -huh. does it make a sound? Yeah. OK, if we apply that to comedy. Yeah. If you're telling jokes, but no one's there to listen, are you really telling jokes? And so where I'm going with this is you need to create an audience somehow. Exactly. But most of us don't know how to do that until, you know, the cl clubs start opening our doors, mm -hmm. which can be a long time. That could be a decade of work. And this that is when I get 20 frustrated. years of work. Yeah. This is when I get annoyed because, look, we, we both know how stuff works around here, right? Yeah. I know people who um, have waited like forever to try to get passed by comedy clubs forever. Yeah, and they're yeah. just banging on the door and they're like, basically like, let me in. Right. Right. And there's more than one way to skin a cat here. Yeah. Like you don't need to get passed by the clubs to make it anymore. If they ignore right. you, fuck them. Yeah. Go do your other stuff. Right. Keep doing stand up, and eventually it'll come back around. Right. Yeah. Like, and 
we've got this golden opportunity. Look, I have such a love-hate relationship with the internet, right? Because, oh, me too. Yeah, because like you, I'm a, I'm a program it's, guy. It's paying our bills. It's paying our bills. First of all, it made me internet famous, and so I love those two things. But at the same time, I spent six and a half hours on my iPhone yesterday doing nothing. So it's like it's truly addictive. It's yeah. bad, but it's also like, dude, I don't start stand up comedy without podcasts, right? Like, right. Like it was, um, it was the Bill Burr episode where he gives the rant on the futon. Have you heard about the food? You know the futon rant. I've listened to so many of his rants. T- t- yeah. What are the specifics on that one? I'm sure the I futon rant is when he talks about it being like, okay, I'm a big comic now, and they say I sort of broke overnight, but I was sleeping on a yes. futon at somebody's yeah. house at 35 years old. I was yeah. crashing I think it was in 39. people's rooms. It's crazy. I think he said until 39, he was still crashing on people's futons. So that. That drove me into the game, like that. When I heard that, because I was sitting at my, I was literally listening to that at my desk, which is against the rules. I think we're allowed to listen to music, but podcast probably no. You both, we can't focus when we're listening to podcast. (laughs) You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like fucking around, just listening to this shit. Yeah. And I listen to it, and I go, I'm doing a mic tonight. Nice. Come going, and I went and I bombed. Right. Horribly. Yeah. As most people starting do. I actually, I got scared away, dude. Okay. Yeah, I um, I bombed so bad the first time, first two times. I was so bad at comedy that yeah. I didn't come back for a year. Wow. So I did two mics in 2016. I go, this isn't for me. You yeah, know? yeah. I was like, I was really, Boston comedy is also not supportive either. Okay. So it's not like, oh, dude, you did great. Like, come, yeah, come yeah. back another time. It was like. See you fucking never, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> so I just disappeared into See the ether for a little bit. Never. And then I, um, I came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was also I had a, I think convenience makes you lazy, right? Oh yeah. And there was an open mic that was by my house, right? Okay. So I would go and I would do this open mic every week, and I was like, it's Wednesday, it's comedy day. Yeah. Yay, let's go do comedy because today's Wednesday. Yeah. And I that made me be like, fuck, it's Wednesday. I got to go do comedy today, right? Oh. As soon as I became a dog and I was like, all right, I'm going out every single day. Yeah. You just become a comedian. Going to open mics after work is just what you do. It's not like right. a pain in the ass, right? It yeah. it gets this mindset where at the beginning you're like, fuck, dude, I got, I got no, absolutely no spare time. Yes. I have nothing else to do with my life, right? You're like, oh, this is just like, this is just what it is. This is yeah. what we do. Right. You know? I think th- I think that's the move. It tur- it changes your brain chemistry a little bit. Well, that's what yeah. I wanted to ask you about because you are constantly going. And so what I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. um you know, you're you're you've been in the game long enough to be good and be mm-hmm. funny, but you've been in the game short enough to know what it was like to be a beginner. Yeah. So do you recall there was a switch where you just started going, okay, this is this is my thing. I guess you just kind of explained it right there. Yeah. But there, was there a point where you just said there's no return and I have to, the compulsion began? So I would say, so when I was living in Boston, yeah. when I came back and started doing it, um, I was actually in the car like three, three weeks in, or I want to say like three months in, and I was with this dude um, – Dude, Dom Smith and Ryan Ellington, and I was okay. like, "Yeah, guys, like I'm, I'm doing this. Like I'm right. doing comedy twice a week." Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, tw- twice a week. Oh. Like this is we're going to do our second spot of the night." Yeah, like, dude, we it's six a week minimum. Yes, like step your fucking game up. That's the game. And so I did, and um, that was that was an indicator. Like, okay, it's time for Joe to work harder. Like yeah, I need yeah. to show up. I need to work. So I started doing it six times a week and the payback was immediate. I got so okay. much better, so much quicker. Yeah. Um, and then I moved, I actually left Boston. I went to Europe for three months. Okay. And this was crazy. Cause I got to do comedy in Berlin, oh. Germany. I got to do comedy World in, traveler. Yeah, Look I did out it in now. Budapest, Hungary. I did comedy in Greece. I did comedy in okay. Spain. I, so, like, at the beginning, I got this, like, really weird resume that I would send to people yeah. where I'm like, Joe Bagley is an international tour yeah, yeah. Huh. Why not? Dude, where I did, like, open mics in Germany yeah, yeah. one night. They don't need to know the details. Yeah, yeah. And they'll never find the details. They'll never find the details. So, yeah, yeah. Joe Bagley was yeah. an international touring comedian for a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But in reality, I was just some dude that went on vacation and, and took just, some open just mics, threw yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that's that's I what I did. That. I have one yeah. mic in England that I hit up. Really? How'd it go? Dude, it was awesome. Where'd you go up? 
Uh, so it was a place, some pub in Cambridge, and you know what they were doing? Uh, it was a music open mic night. Really? And I went up to the guy, and I was only going to be there for the week. It was it was business, so I know I, it was a Sunday night, and I knew I only had a few nights I could um try and hit up a mic, and this was the only thing I could find on the internet. You know, like the Facebook groups, they didn't, yeah, they hadn't even added me because I just landed. I'm like, I got to find like a comedy Facebook group, and they hadn't totally. even added me. So I found this um, I found a, a music open mic night. And I went over and I asked the MC, and she said, you know, I'm a, I'm a comic. And I tried to even sell it. I'm so, see, I'm still so insecure about being a comic. I literally told him, I go, me too. yeah, I'm a, I'm a yeah. comic kind of spoken, spoken word. kind of." And he looks at me, he's like, spoken word? I'm like, Don't I'm a comic. Say, I'm, so a comic. <laughs> I'm a comic. I'm a beat poet. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, if yeah. I bombed really bad, it's like, that's yeah. how insecure I am. <laughs> if I bomb, I could be like, oh, I was just telling you guys some stories. <laughs> but um, so, and he goes, um, yeah, you know, I can fit you in. And the English, they're so, they're nice. They have this yeah. nice way Are about they? them. They're, what I call them, um, I have a name for them. They're um, just kidding. No, they're kind <laughs> of uh, they're like uh, Johnny Gamble. Cunt, I love it. Yeah. Cunty <laughs> and polite all yeah. at once. Cunty and polite. Yeah. Cunt light. Whatever you want to call it. And anyway, he goes, yeah, I can put you up. So long story short, um, I did end up going about with two, th- uh, two uh, acts to go. But that audience gave me so much love for being just a schmuck yeah. from the States to get up. And I'm not even playing an instrument. Everyone's no. been doing a good job playing music, right? Yeah. And then I go up and I just start talking. People people were laughing. Um, it's, it was interactive. Like some guys were hooting and hollering at me that I, I hadn't handled. I don't know how I handled it. It had something to do with the president, right? Yeah, yeah. And I have no, I have very little political humor to work with. Yeah, so I just, none. I just kind of yeah. quit back. Like I said something like, oh yeah, that takes 50 states to make that decision or something like that. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I can't be blamed for all of it. But anyway, um, and then I moved on, but they were, they were really good. And afterwards they came up to me and said, oh yeah, thanks. This is nice to get a little different uh, field uh, other than just music. And then I couldn't find any more open mics, so that was it. But anyway, my <laughs> point being is I'm really thankful I got a chance to just try and do comedy elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. I mean, I think straight up the most validating experience I ever had was like, um, so I was in Connecticut for a year after Europe, and then yeah. I, I got the job out here in October of 2018, and I, I drove here. Okay. So, um, look, uh, Connecticut. I think we've got some really phenomenal comics. Okay. Um, I'm not going to pull any punches here, though. There's yeah. there's a couple comics in Connecticut who straight up just tried to fucking destroy my career right off the bat. And you didn't even have a career, so to speak. Yeah, it was just like, um, it it was basically they just didn't they just tried to get me to quit. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like uh, I d- it was it was actually pretty brutal. Like I I I signed up for a show and then the the booker was like, yeah, I'll get you on like next month and stuff mm-hmm. and. I figured out that the reason I wasn't getting on the show is because one of the older comics was like, you are not allowed to book Begley because they just, they, they did not like me, but whatever. It was okay. fine. It was not a big deal, but yeah. I still started that room. That room fucking crushed it. Okay. It did really well. There were a couple of people that did not like me and tried to get yeah, rid of me though. Yeah. And I'm happy because they made me fucking work so hard. Yeah. Cause I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to let these guys keep me down. I'm going to fucking keep grinding. And I did. Yeah. Um, it's resistance training. You're just like, exactly stronger dealing with bullshit from people. Yeah. So the bullshit made me super strong. And I got in this sort of environment where like just the, just the hard headedness of Connecticut comedy made me work really hard, made me just a fucking brick, you know, I was like, let's go. So then I get the job. I come out here and I stopped on the way out here to do comedy in Buffalo, yeah, uh, Buffalo, Chicago, Reno, Nevada, Salt Lake City, and Denver, Colorado. God damn. National and tour. Yeah, yeah. National tour. Again, Joe Begley's Joe national Begley. touring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got credits, yeah. bro. Yeah, fake credits. So I did open <laughs> mics all across the country. <laughs> and I, I dropped in, and I basically just did all the material that was bombing at open mics in Connecticut because my friends had heard it so many times. Yeah. Because people were yes. sick of me, and I frankly, I don't fucking blame them. Yeah. But I started driving out, and the material worked well. Yeah. Because it was fresh, and I was getting an opportunity to perform it in front of fresh ears, and I realized my material carries across the country. It works end to end, right? So then I came out here, and this is like, I think you got to move at some point. I don't know if you need to move, but here's what happens: like I, I showed up out here, and I was the new guy, but I've been in comedy a couple years. Yeah. So I basically just came in with like two years of very sharpened material, ready to go, and just showed up and open mics and did it. And you guys were kind of like, what the. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it helped. I remember the first day I met yeah. you. Really? Yeah. Where it was, was it? Woodhams. Woodhams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And 
I, you went up, it was a good set, and then afterwards you were just friendly with everyone, and I think everyone had the same feeling, like, oh, fuck, this guy's cool, man. And good. I think shortly yeah. after that you started getting booked. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I yeah. could be wrong. Did Shit. you get booked pretty quickly after coming here? Yeah, because Gab helped me out, actually. Okay. Gab, Gab plugged me into a bunch of comics in, like, San Francisco okay. and stuff, and they, they took care of me right off the bat. God damn. So that was good, and then um, six months in the Stanhope thing happened. Yes. That was we talked about that the crazy. first time we podcast. Yes, Because really? you, no. you know why? Um, you were about a month out from doing that. I was nervous. It does seem like I'm kind of – the last time – I got you on the podcast. You had this big thing going on that I was like, oh, we got to talk about it. And now you yeah. got this other big thing. Yeah. I feel like every time there's an event, I'm like, hey, Joe, tell me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> I appreciate you having yeah, me I on, dude. Because it was like that event basically was like I I love Doug. I And yeah. it was one of the only times I've ever been starstruck in my life. I think I might have like even creeped him out a little bit because I was uh, like I right. was so nervous to be around Doug. I was so nervous yeah. to be around the improv because the improv seats 500. Yeah, it's fucking crazy when it's sold out. It's intimidating because right. you can't see all the way. You can see like two oh rows no. deep, and the I'm rest sure the is light just, is just <laughs> yeah. The right rest is eye. just like four hundred people in the dark that you can't see. So you're uh, like, damn. But uh, yeah, fucking that show went well. I smashed, and Doug loved me, and Doug was like, uh, Doug went to the, Doug went and vouched for me with the club. Nice, and they put me up like twenty times since. So it's like it's they've been f- they're the. Dude, honestly, the improv is the best. I yeah. fucking love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like they've taken such good care of me, and like uh, they've given me a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Before I was ready. Yeah. You know, like I, I wasn't never all ready the way there. though. Yeah, You're I was ready. I wasn't ready. So you just did it, and now you are. It, it, yeah. Right. It's like one of those things where um, you just have to say you have to say yes to things, even if you know you're gonna fuck it up. Totally. Unless it, your life is on the line, right? Like, don't go paint the Golden Gate Bridge if you don't know how to work one of those clipper things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's just, like, comedy, like, I got an act. I just need to figure it out in front of 500 people because I'm doing it in front of three people at Woodham's or whatever. You exactly. Know? Yeah. And the thing is, if it really works at Woodham's, it's going to work at a big crowd. People keep telling me that. Yeah. 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 I think there was something you said at the uh, top of the podcast where you said you you almost love the dive bar more. I... Mm-hmm. God, to say I love the dive bar scene is an understatement. Really? To the point where I go, am I doing comedy because I want to get into the club or am I doing comedy because I want to go to the the dive bar and see all you fuckers? You want to hang out with Jen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Jen. Yeah, Yeah, push around her walker a little bit. I love Jen. Um, She's great. I should have her on the podcast one of these days. You want to know something absolutely scary, terrifying? Give it to me. I like scary. Jen is 60. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that, in my book, that should be I don't be think Jen has the internet, so I can say <laughs> this, but, um, <laughs> she's got mileage. Jen looks, I thought, okay, so my dad is, <laughs> my, my dad's 60. Cancel culture. Good. Yeah. But, uh, we can Jen, call I thought Jen is. was the same age as my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And then, so I was like, she was like, what year were you born? And I was like, 1993. And she was like, I was born in 59. And I was like, Oh fuck! Um, so uh, my new worst fear is being a regular at a dive bar. Cause Tom's like sixty four as well. I go fuck these. No. P- yeah. Wait. Then Tom. Then Tom is lying. Tom is a liar because he said he was some kind of helicopter pilot in Korea. He would have to be at least late seventies. No, eighties, dude. Eighties. If he was a Korea, pilot, in Korean Korea. War was sixty. I think no, it was 50s. 50. It was 50s because my yeah. dad was born in 59. They, yeah. My grandparents had my dad after the Korean War. Yeah. So it was mid-50s. So what is that? That makes it 60 years ago. He would been, he's got to be at least 80. So there's he's something not a, fishy going on there with his stories. Never trust a dive bar regular in their 60s. Yeah. <laughs> and don't try and judge them their age. because banned from Woodhams now. No, I know. Had something to do with marijuana, right? This is – this. okay, so this is um, fellow guest. This is – this is where we lose you. Because, um, all right, basically the funniest thing about open mic comedy, yeah. if you've never done it, right, yeah. it's like um, you perform at these dive bars, and yeah. there's certain mics yeah, where you're going to yeah, go there once and you're going to do it, but there's certain mics like Woodham's and yeah. Caravan where we're almost like regulars at this bar because uh, we go we every are. single week. 100%. And so you know the regulars there. And there's some regulars that come there and they're like, fuck, it's open mic night. And yeah. they still stay every, yeah. every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, we live here. But, uh, <laughs> you know. It's got the alcohol. It's we'll put up alcohol. with the jokes. It's bad, dude. Yeah. It's bad. No, but oh, I could. S- I, I totally. I So this is what I need to be where. It, I mean, it's not an issue. I got to get good first. But um, I, 
I wonder if it's one of those things where I'll just get comfortable and never go, oh, I got to push myself to the club level. Because at this point, you know, I really do have to view view things as this is kind of a hobby for me. Mm-hmm. I want to get proficient at it. I'm going to put the time that I can put into it that as long as it's not going to be detrimental to other things in my life. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just love the scene, man. And I want to tell – I almost feel like I want to tell the story. I feel like there's multiple – Obviously, there's multiple layers going on in comedy, but you got your big time arena acts, right? Yeah. You got your Kevin Hart's, you got your Joe Coy's, and they are um, a household name. Joe Coy kills it. Kills it. And yeah. then you got your next level tier guys. You got uh, your theater acts, yeah. right? And Joe Coy, three years ago, was a theater act. Now he's an arena act. But anyway, you got like that. Burke Kreischer's. Doug uh, Stanhope. Yeah. He'll sell theaters wherever he, he goes. And then there's another layer. And a lot of people in the population mm-hmm. know that. But then you got the other layer, which is the club act. Yeah. And that's even, a lot of people haven't even heard of these guys, right? Like, they'll, they'll be the guys at Rooster Tees or whatever. Like Norman, who you had on your podcast. Mark who Norman. Is, without a doubt. I mean, there's a few yeah. guys, like, just to shout them out, not that this is yeah. going to get them anywhere, but, like, fucking Mark Norman. Yeah, yeah. Mike Vecchione, yes. like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, Morgan Murphy, those types where yeah. they're, like, doing pretty well, but they should be undoubtedly selling out throughout the Theaters. country. Yeah, like, yeah. like phenomenal. Like Norman's yes. joke writing is next level. Yeah, yeah. And people compare him to like um to Jerry Seinfeld. I think he's much, much better. Ooh. His jokes are You know why? Yeah. He doesn't mind going blue. What what do you mean blue? Like Well he doesn't dark? mind getting dark. Yeah. And I think that's more relatable than squeaky. Like, oh, I got a shopping bag. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the worst th- fucking Seinfeld impression <laughs> of all time. Well, whatever. But yeah. yeah, so then you got that level. But then you got this other level of just the bloody knuckle guys, the guys in the uh, going the do it yourself. There we go. Yeah. I think here in the Bay Area we call it do it yourself comedy, um, where you have uh, people just going to breweries trying to put on a show. You got people doing the open mic thing. And that's kind of the thing that I'm falling in love with right now. Yeah. And it shows, I think it shows a lot. I mean, a lot of us, we're just working straight jobs. Yeah. So we're putting in double, triple time just to get some, just get five minutes here and there on the, um, on the mic. And yeah, I just, I love it, man. You get so much time around here though, which is so good. Oh yeah, that's right. You were telling me about that. Boston. I mean, being an open micer in Boston sucks so bad. Yeah, it is the worst. I think it's one of the worst experiences you can have as a human being. It's just being an open mic comic in Boston, Massachusetts, because it's fucking freezing. So, first of all, it's cold as shit. You're riding on the fucking green line out to Brighton, you know, to do fucking where was it? Show me the mic at a Goro's pizza. Okay, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a winning situation. Technically in Boston, but Boston's long and the green line doesn't work well and you really can't drive out there. So it takes fucking 50 minutes to get out there on the T. And, like, it's on the, I think it was on the B line, which goes by Fenway Park, right? So, if it's yeah. the spring, like, you just be like, why is the train so fucking packed? And you're like, oh, the socks are playing today. God damn it. Yeah. Same with the orange line. If you're going to Tavern at the end of the world, the fucking Bruins or the Celtics are playing. You got to go underneath the garden. Okay. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. there's shit ton. It takes forever to get anywhere. Okay. So, it show me the mic in okay. Brighton, Mass, which is technically, it was right outside of Boston. I can't remember if Brighton is or isn't. Technically in Boston. Okay. It's right by Boston College, which is not in Boston. It's in okay. Chestnut Hill, you fucks. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, you show up. Okay. Roll out there, man. And um, you get to this pizza place. And mm. the show was at 6.30. The list would go out at 6. Okay? okay. I would make it there at 5.30. I would still be like 18th, 19th on the list. No yeah, pre-signs, yeah. no nothing. Ooh. 18th or 19th. Okay? Ooh. So then you'd be there at 5.30. You would go up at like... Eight yeah. or nine. Yeah, yeah. And so you have now killed three and a half hours of your day for a three-minute spot. Ugh. And it was one of those mics where they'd be like, oh, we got the featured comic of the night, and they're doing yeah. 20 in the middle, and all the comics are looking at him like, fuck oh, you. you know, like, no. Yeah. It's tough, man. Yeah. It's crazy. But uh, so that was just an example. That was our Tuesday night. Then Wednesday, so you go to Tavern at the end of the world, and yeah. then you'd try to swing over and do um, Improv Boston, which canceled the open mic because of 
Yeah, they canceled the open mic because of uh, inappropriate material. Oh, man. Of course it's inappropriate material. Ridiculous. But, you know, in, in their defense, yeah. open mic comedy, right? Like, it really works well at a dive bar, but at a place, like, that's actually trying to do, like, yes. theater and stuff. I don't defend what they did. I think it's fucked up that they got rid of comedy, but yeah. some of them will be like, uh, why don't you kill yourself? And you're like, yeah. okay, all right. You know, like, yeah. they'll just, like, go up there and they're like, oh, I'm edgy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm an edgy comic, so yes. I'm going to... I'm going to call people fags and tell everyone to kill themselves. And yeah. Like, okay, dude. Like, you, you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. They have no nuance. There's no touch to it. So I, I look at it this way. This is what I try to tell myself. is like, you can call yourself, oh, I'm political. You can say, yeah. oh, I'm edgy. Oh, I'm blue. I'm this, that, the other. But you know what? At probably before you say anything, you should say, I'm funny. Yeah. Right? Like, how do I make this fun? And a lot of times people will go up and they just want to uh, have shock value. I and hate <laughs> shock value comedy. It's so annoying. Yeah, yeah. Like, They're just punching ugh. you in the face over and over with whatever is taboo. At and the it moment. doesn't work. It like yeah. it just doesn't work. But the thing is, that sort of disappears the higher up you go. Because it's like yeah. at the open mic level, there's just so much dog shit. Yes. Especially like. So I think San, San Jose comedy is cool because mostly I think. What makes it really cool is places like the Caravan and Woodhams, right? Yeah. Where it's just like from 9 p.m. until 1 in the morning, it is a war. <laughs> it's a war. It's a war. Yes. It's crazy. It is dive bar comedy. So those of you that don't know, Woodhams Lounge is basically in a strip mall um, across Santa the street Clara. from a car dealership and next yes. to a sushi place. Yeah. It's one of those bars. It is dark. It's got dollar bills stapled to the ceiling. ceiling. It's got a blow-up dildo, a Christmas yeah. tree, a pool table, you know, one of those fucking touch tunes machines, a dart dartboard, board, yeah. like soft tip darts, small one person bathroom. Yeah. Like you guys know where we're talk what we're talking about here. Yeah. Like a dive bar where like the people who go there are going there just to like drink and look at the wall. Yes. Maybe a game if it's on. Maybe the game. Yeah. And it's crazy because you go in there and then you're like, we need to entertain these people and yeah. make them smile. And it's possible. I've done it. When you crush yeah, yeah. and make those people laugh, it is yeah. one of the best feelings right. in the entire world. But that place is a war. Yes. It's a fucking war. It is. And then um, the Caravan Lounge is a metal bar. So they do metal shows there on the weekends. Right. Do metal shows five days a week, and then one day a week they do fucking comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, you know, rack, rack, rack. Yeah, it's comedy night. It's comedy night, oh. and it's so loud, so so loud. loud. That's what I always say is like, you know, if you are actually people have been telling me this, but I've thought it too is, um, you know, if you can even just make it so it's quiet where people aren't all talking, that's how you know you're murdering. You're like, oh, okay, this is good. They're at least not having their conversation. <laughs> if you go into the dive bar and you're like smashing and then you're like, then I said, and you can hear it. Yes. Go off the back wall and come back. That's how you know you're killing. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But I think it, it, it I'm really glad you did that description because yeah. of all I've of all the podcasts I've done, I always want to give the shout outs, but I didn't give a good descriptive what's happening. So yeah. I'm glad you just brought that up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because it really is like people, some people know what it looks like, but then if you've been in one, 100%, you know what it looks like. You know oh what yeah. it feels like. I mean, so. those places are really hard. And the thing is, like, I think with time, you learn how to kill in those places. Yeah. And once you can kill there, like, killing at Roosters is not that hard. Because people are paying attention to people begin. People are paying attention, yeah. right? You, you doing mean. the comedy competition? I am. You uh, are? 18th, March 18th. Ooh. What day are you? 11th. Oh, that was yeah. I, so. I had two options. Yeah. I picked the eleventh first and the eighteenth second, and she put me on eighteenth. I made it to the finals last year, but I couldn't go because I was I in know. Connecticut. Oh, that sucks. Fuck. Well, this year you don't know where you're going to be. Uh, so let's get into this. Yeah. Okay. So, so I so we established where is, Joe, where is Joe going? Yeah. yeah, we established that you number one. It's great. It went viral, but you're not measuring it by that. You just want the audience. So now people are contacting you, mm -hmm. but you work a straight job do work a straight job yeah and like what what does it look like is it a crossroads right now or is it just you're gonna let things settle keep your straight job keep doing what you've been doing on the open mic or do you think it's time to maybe make a move doing something so else? i took the day off today completely to edit video and get it okay. on youtube because it was just so fucking overwhelming like the yeah so um i did not take martin luther king day off so that okay. was the day i posted i posted a video on tuesday yeah and it was like i had to cut it down 
yeah. chop up the video, get off work basically, run home, edit video for two hours because I'm I'm an idiot. Like it takes me so long to work with Final Cut and stuff. Oh, me too. So, I'm dude, I'm I'm so bad at it. Well, you're clearly not that bad because look at this whole setup and all well, this and all this. I can capture it's the so shit, great. but then to pro- to uh, post production, I'm an idiot. Post prod is hard. <laughs> Dog. I'll capture. I have. You know what? I have probably hours and hours of just shit I've shot. This mic. It's fine. Of just shit I've shot both with my um, set and then just recording with people doing things. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and do something with it. Yeah. I guess it's a good problem to have. I have more content than I can get out. And when I do edit, totally. it always feels like it's amateur. It is amateur. I'm an amateur, but it, if it doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? When yeah, I put it so... Out. But anyway, you took today off. But like when I was making those vlogs, which didn't do well at all, those yeah. like nobody watched them. And that's yeah. whatever. But the thing is, like, I learned how to use Final Cut while doing that. So yeah. just like, even if nobody's watching, you're like learning a really applicable skill here that's gonna carry with time, right? Yeah. So the thing was like when I was ready. So yeah, basically we were talking earlier about how I bombed wall to wall for that whole half hour, and I had like eight yeah. minutes where I was crushing. Yeah. Um, for anyone that was there, they're gonna be like, oh, you. D- fucking bomb i i didn't bomb but here's okay. the thing that was the night where i was like we're taping this i'm gonna fucking murder right i'm gonna go oh, hard and yeah, to yeah. drop like a c plus b minus set on a yeah, night like yeah, that yeah. does not feel good right but for eight minutes in there ripping it up yeah, yeah and yeah. so that i i took it down and it takes me about i would say about two hours to make each one of those clips because i gotta subtitle it myself i gotta cut it for tiktok transcribing is yeah. a bitch i haven't transcribed anything sucks Yes. And luckily, like, I'm only doing it for TikTok. The blessing is that it's a minute clip, right? Yeah. So I'm yeah. not doing 10 minutes of right. subtitling. Thank God. Yeah. But uh, I put that up there. And that, like, um, editing the videos and then going to open mics and doing all this. Like, I'm, dude, I'm on every show this weekend at the improv. So, yeah. like, I cut video all day today. I went to the gym. I wrote. And then, like, um, I came here to do the podcast, fucking yeah. stoked. After this, yeah. I'm going to the improv, get there at seven, first show at seven thirty, last show's at ten, so I'll get out of there like twelve. Yeah. So like I worked a full time job today. Like I worked yeah. wake up to sleep as a comic today. Yeah. And the thing is like I'm gonna need to take days off to do this for sure. Yes. Um the question is, can I pay the bills with this? Because we live in the Bay Area, and yeah, granted, you said you've had your home since 2005, which is yeah. pretty fucking amazing. Congratulations yeah. oh, on that you. return, yeah, my yeah. boy. <laughs> like, that's fucking sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, unbelievable, my dude. Congrats. Yeah. But oh, uh, Well, I'm an old guy. You are. You're so not that. How old are you? I'm 44. 40. You look pretty good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. you look yeah. like you robbed a Zoomies, but like, yeah. <laughs> Back <laughs> no. in 2001. I'm fucking with I you. was there. Yeah. Ski mask and all. Ski mask, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Give me all your element gear. Okay. <laughs> No, you look good though, man. You look healthy. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cool. Right. By the way, I, l- I love like I love that you're a family man too cuz I, yeah. I was just in your house. Right. And I was using your bathroom and it's painfully obvious that yeah. you have two very young daughters oh, cuz yeah, you yeah. got the you got the pink and the orange toothbrush on the table, the pink and the orange hairbrush. I ha- You've got the timer for brushing the teeth. I'm like, yes. this looks so different than my bathroom. Right? And did <laughs> like, you see the um yeah. the the what are they called? Uh my little pony mouthwash. I did not <laughs> see those. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> So I'm actually going to everything. Do s- everything in Matthew's house is pink right now, and it's it's pretty it's, funny. And as you know, it's in my act to yeah. talk about like just it's fucking coming home to uh, 1970s gay disco. Sometimes you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, I don't know how you do it because here's what happens with me, right? I go to work all day, okay, and then I go and I do stand up, and I come home, and I'm like, I'm going to throw in one of my nicotine lozenges because I don't dip anymore, mom. Okay. Um, and good then for you. I'm right on. Yeah, That's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to have like either if I'm not drinking that night, I'm going to have a seltzer. If, I'm yeah. if I am drinking, I'm going to have a beer and I'm going to play Fortnite for a couple hours. Right. And then I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. Right. I could not imagine getting off work and being like the one moment that I have to sort of chill and get my yeah. jokes together. Your kids are like, daddy, daddy. Yeah. And then you get home. Like, oh, yeah. and that's, uh, I just was talking about the content. That's why I don't get to content because that's the lowest priority of things. And almost every time I'll break open the editor, start working on my computer, then, you know, the kids will want to do something. Yeah. And I enjoy, and, and here's the thing. obviously top priority. It, it's yeah. top priority. And here's it the is, thing. It is without a doubt the most yes. important thing in your life. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying with, with yeah. work and comedy being yeah, yeah. one, two comedy being one and work being number two. Sorry. Yeah. But, uh, I couldn't imagine having those being two, three, right. With the amount of time that we both invest in both of those things, it would not yeah. be manageable. Well, I d- see. That's the thing. So for me, when yeah. you say, when I call you a bloody knuckle comic, yeah. I know you're going out probably seven times a week. 
I I want to call myself blade knuckle, but I only get to go out three times a week. But that's because still pretty impressive, right? That's yeah. because I'm trying to you know be and and here's what I want to say. I also want to say I'm not complaining. I love playing with my kids, yeah. and that's I would say that I, you know that's a big reason of why not why I got into comedy, but they help me with comedy because I see how goofy they behave, and I go, oh, if you could just bottle that and put it on stage, it'll entertain yeah. most people. Right, just because it's crazy energy. But anyway, um, my jokes get written on work breaks, <laughs> so yeah. you know I dip into the career time to do the act, and then all this podcasting stuff. I just gotta, it it does. You know, the wife sometimes gets a little annoyed by it. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, and frankly, it's like I don't know how I would handle it either. Like yeah. either of your situations, because I'm like. I started young. I mean, I started at 23, which, yeah. is, which is nuts. I'm actually opening up for Taylor Tomlinson or hosting the show with the improv for Taylor Tomlinson. Nice. And she's nice. same age as me. She started comedy at 16. God damn. Which is just like, I'm jealous. Yeah. You know? How I wonder how that works, though, because... It wouldn't have worked for me. I would have yeah. flopped. I would have been his... I was so unconfident in high school. Right. I was such a squeeb. Yeah. I like... I... Dude, I would have bombed so bad. Because I was like, I was funny in a weird sense. I wasn't funny. I was just weird, right? Okay. You feel me? Like, that was my sense of humor, just kind of being odd. And I got some laughs out of being odd, but I was never, yeah. like, hilarious. You feel me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like, my a couple of my friends actually had a, a, a book running of all the stupid shit that I said in high school. I yeah. wish it's, I wish they still had it, because yeah. just, like, dumb quotes. Because basically what happened was, like, everybody thought I was a moron, because I okay. was always trapped up in my own head. You know, my yeah. ADD and my anxiety combined just make me a head case, thinking about shit. Yeah, yeah. And um, I didn't have an outlet, really, of any kind yeah. until I got to college and high school and I could just fucking run my mouth. And then right. like in late college, when I started to really come into my own, that's when I got funny. Yeah. yeah. And dude, like, um, but comedy was that thing where it's like, I could take the voices in my head basically and right. make them go somewhere, which yeah. is so cool. Like we've talked about this, like, uh, about like how in comedy, when something bad happens to you, it turns into a bit immediately. You have that on your YouTube page. Yeah. yeah. That's actually yeah. a great bit. And I hope Thanks. it's still in your act. I, or did you just it's throw it out one night because of all that shit that happened? No, no, it's still there. It's okay. um. So right now I'm at a complicated place with my act because okay. six minutes of it, or not six minutes of it, basically like 15 minutes of it got thrown out because okay. of all the TikTok stuff and all that. I want to okay. graduate from that. But then the other stuff like oh, I keep it. Yeah, you keep should it keep going. doing it on stage. Okay. Yeah, because it's well, let's let's put a pin in that. But yeah. with you, you got stories, and your stories land well. Thanks, man. So yeah, that's keep what going. I'm trying to transition to. Like yeah. that fight story is what I'm working on right now. It looks like dude. I punched somebody in the face, but I actually got this in my sleep, dude. <laughs> you you ever cut yourself in your sleep, dude? Um, I don't, I don't think I've had a cut like that. I mean, that looks like. I just kind of like, barbed I was like, ah, and then fucking just like oh, slice something. right, right. I have one of those vivid yeah. dreams. No, I have those dreams yeah. where I wake up, like, yeah. you're, you're, like the dude coming out of the coffin, you're just, Ugh. yeah. yeah I like, oh, fuck. Um, so I cut my hand doing that. One of my questions, and this is a good time because mm. you just talked about the fight bit that you're doing. Um, so I've hung out with you on numerous occasions, but we carpooled to Santa Cruz and it was very eventful. The yeah, shit we ran into. Yeah, that was cool. And, um, so many of your stories end in fights. How yeah. many times do you think you and your friends have been in fight-type scenarios? So that's why I like to do the fight bits is because I clarify right up front that I'm I'm over. I've never really, like, won. <laughs> you know? But yeah. the problem is, You can like, get into them. It's just the closing of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I don't get into that many fights. I okay. want to say, like, so I got one in May. Okay. That was bad. Right. That wasn't a that wasn't a fight as much as it was because they were coked up animals. Yeah, it w that wasn't a fight as much as it was an ambush. Like yeah. we didn't want that. We didn't want that work. Like we we fucking showed up at the wrong dude's house. Yes, and um, we don't let's not blow it up. Out. I don't want to blow it up, but basically we were we show up at the wrong dude's house yeah. and um, they like started attacking one of my friends on the way out the door and they yeah. threw me off a deck and <laughs> I almost, okay. I almost died. That's I, enough. That's I enough. I got Don't a black eye. And you got to go see Joe. You got to see Joe live. In the back of my mouth are chipped right now. Cause I got hit so hard with uh. an undercut, but I don't think I get in. So I've been, I don't know how many fights I've been in. I can tell you it's more than five and less than 10. Okay. Lifetime. I know two of them were really bad. Yeah. That one was really bad, and then I almost died in China. Yes, that's another good story you got. Bad. Yeah. 
Bad. Let's not get into yeah, it here. So Everyone has to go see him live. But so, yeah. but the thing is, the two fights in China, yeah. it's I call them fights because they were. It was more like getting jumped or yes. getting ambushed. Yeah. But it was a fight because my dumb behavior contributed to the situation. Right. right? Yeah. Like I was. In those two cases, I was not the instigator at all, yeah. but I was with two friends that I know are fucking lunatics in uh, both cases, yeah, yeah. and I should have just been like, nope, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, we're in China, we're in an alley, I'm getting the fuck away from you. Instead, I was like, right. let's go to Kundu, baby, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, so uh, I'm a degenerate, man. I mean, yeah. I'm not, you know me, like, I'm I'm not the most aggressive guy, really, like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a pretty nice dude. The thing is, like, I... I don't take like being like being like fuck you bitch very well. Yes. You know, like I'm always I step up. Yeah. I try to. I fucking try to so bad. I yelled at a guy at a Chinese restaurant yesterday. Okay. Yelled at him. What happened? Um so I don't like people that are dicks to the wait staff. Oh um, God. I also hate it when you go out to eat and people listen to shit on their phones with no headphones. Yes. Right? So dude, I go out. And this dude just sits down and he's like, hey, waitress, let me get, this was all in Chinese, but basically yeah. he said, waitress, let me get some, like, let me get a pot of tea and some water. And the waitress yeah. is, this was at a Chinese place. And she's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I got you. And then he's like, and hurry the fuck up, basically. Oh, in so Chinese. Like, so I'm like, Ooh. okay. Then he breaks out his phone okay. and he starts listening to videos without headphones on. Oh, no. And she no comes that's back, already strike two and in your book. she comes back again to drop off the water and the tea. Yeah. And he goes, hurry up with the fucking, and I go, I stand over his shoulder. Okay. And I was like, I was like, what is your fucking problem? Okay. All right. What's your fucking problem? Yeah. Like, she's working a job. You see behind the counter. That's her fucking kid. You know, that's her kid. Uh, you know where her husband is? I don't know where he is, but I've eaten here all the time. You yes. don't. Okay. Yeah. Don't scream at the fucking waitress. Yeah. Don't not wear headphones. And then so he goes, okay, okay. I go back. Wait, was this in Chinese or English that you yelled at? English. My Chinese ain't that good. Okay. Um, so then fucking go back. I'm waiting. Yeah. It's crowded, so I'm waiting for a table. I see him start playing shit off his phone again. Okay. So I broke out my headphones. I go, you ever, fuck, you ever fucking heard of these? You ever Who's heard with of you? Who's with you? Me. I'm with me. I'm by myself. <laughs> I go, you ever, you ever heard of these? They're called headphones. They're, you can get them yeah. on Amazon for like six bucks. Why don't you do that? <laughs> And so I love that you shared them with shopping advice. Yeah. Yeah. You might be able to get a group on you asshole. <laughs> so this is, this is the worst part. So he doesn't stop, but he's staring at me the entire time. I'm yeah, eating yeah, dinner, yeah. Right. Oh dear. Or eating lunch. And I go, all right. Cause I eat lunch alone a lot. Cause I just kind of like it. I like oh, it. I eat alone I all eat, the time. I love it. My it's wife thinks I'm a weirdo, but eating yeah. alone is fantastic. I have to eat by myself so much. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sitting there. I see this guy staring at me. And then another dude mm -hmm. sits down across the table from me mm -hmm. and literally brings a stand and puts his phone down on the stand and starts watching TV on his phone with, with no, no earphones phones again. And I go, what's your fucking problem? Yeah. And this guy's like, what? And I go, you have a stand? You have a, st <laughs> you have a, you have a fucking stand for your, for your phone, but you don't have headphones? And then he's like, um, I'm sorry to disturb you. And then, um, so. No, but I love that you started the conversation with, you have a stand? Yeah. <laughs> you have a fucking stand? So here's the best part is both yeah. of these guys are Chinese. The waitress is Chinese. I've never spoken Chinese in this restaurant before, so they don't know that I'm like undercover. You know what I'm saying? No, they had to because he was talking to her in Chinese and it bothered but I, you. But it wasn't. He just thought that I knew that he was yelling at her. Oh, so this other guy, right, right, he right, asked right, to be right. moved, and she goes, I apologize for the trouble. And I go, yeah. don't apologize for the trouble. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I'm like, so um, yeah. So this guy moves. He was actually yeah. very nice. He was like, I'm sorry to disturb you. I go, it's not a problem. Just don't do that. Don't yeah, yeah. do that. He's like, it okay. should have been, been on the notes that you buy with a yeah. phone. Yeah. Please don't, don't listen. Don't listen in public. Yeah. Don't listen in public. If you're listening <laughs> to this podcast without headphones in public, I... Run your car off the bridge, dude. I'm fucking... Just do it. So anyway, um, I'm leaving the restaurant. Okay. And this guy's like, come here. Okay. First guy. Oh. Let's come here. And I go, what do you fucking want? Yeah, yeah. And he goes... I'm like, also, I should emphasize, I'm a pussy. So I'm shaking every single time sure. which one of these conversations is going down. Yeah, yeah. 
Because you, you have chipped teeth still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to get hit. Or yeah, kick, I've gotten kick. fucked up every single time yes. I've gotten in an argument. Like, yeah. fucked up. I broke my nose in college. Like, yeah. makes me sound like a psychopath, but I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, like. Yeah, what do you want to talk what? about? Yeah. And he goes, tell your boss to bring more people. I'm like, what does that mean? I go, I think he was just trying to like mouth off, but he wasn't really making a whole lot of sense. And this guy was so funny because he's sitting in the tightest tell jeans your, ever. So tell your boss to, to bring, bring more people. And I was like, do I work with you? And he's like, no. And I go, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. And he goes, all right. And I go, um, he goes, I'm watching you. And I go, no, you're not. Don't. <laughs> you're not threatening me. And then so I left the restaurant. And then I nice. realized I, 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 I forgot my jacket. <laughs> so I had to come in. He goes, see, I'm watching you. I go, fuck you. And then I just left. And oh, then, man. So, um. I'm not going back to there anymore. Um, yeah, anytime soon. Bad. And it was a regular spot too that you were going. Regular to. spot. I love it. Their mushroom chicken was so oh, good. Goddamn, I would still go back. You might. Who knows? You might have built a rapport with the gal working the, as the waitress. I have, and I've had this go down before too, where like um, a fucking meth out dude. A, I'm. I don't want to seem like vigilante good guy, but I yes. do try. And there was one moment where like it's all because there's one moment. Yeah, that yeah. I like really remember. I don't even want to get into it, but I remember I I should have stuck up for somebody, uh, and I fucking didn't, and I just felt like a bitch. Okay, like yeah. I felt like a fucking bitch. Yeah, and I'll like, I'll I don't want to say never get over it, but every time I think about it, it, makes me really sad. Yeah, it's just like we're we're out to dinner, and like there was like some, it was like a. Just like in Boston College area, because kids who go to Boston College are douchebags. Okay. Like they're the fucking worst. Okay. Sorry, Mr. Knott, and I love you. Um, but uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, not you, everybody not else. Um, but fucking, um, there's like this place called Sally Ann's or Mary Ann's, and next door we were at this restaurant. Yeah. And like it was Boston Marathon Day, so everybody's kind of liquored up. It's oh, the biggest right, fucking right. party of all time. People yeah. start drinking at 10 in the morning. It's Ooh, crazy. Nice. It's earlier, actually, like 8. It's yeah, yeah, the yeah. biggest day in the city okay. besides St. Patrick's Day. And this dude was like, we got into something where we like sat at somebody's table by accident at this pizza okay. place. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we were sitting there, and we are like, yeah, we're kind of here. You know, we're all, we already ordered and everything. Yeah. Sorry. And they were like, and I just like heard one of the other girls at the other table go like it, so my mom was like we're, we're already here like give us a break yeah, right yeah, yeah. and i heard one of the other girls sort of like doing an imitation of my mom like yeah we're already here man give us a break and i heard it and i heard my mom hear it and heard my mom's friend hear it and i heard my sister hear it and i heard yeah. my sister's friend hear it and everybody kind of like looked at me like what are you what are, oh, you, what are you gonna do they look to you not not to me they just kind of like we kind of looked at each other like very yeah. embarrassed yeah and it was one chick with like seven guys with her, and I just didn't do shit. Yeah. And it was like I knew how that would have ended. It would have ended with me getting in a fist, not not yeah. a fist fight. It would have ended with me getting in an argument, my mom being wicked embarrassed, but us being yeah. outside. But I would have been like, I did the right thing about it, you know. Yeah. I fucking hate that. But it seems like I'm constantly getting in fights. I get in one fight every like two years, I would yeah. say, and it's always like something weird. Yeah. You know, it's always like pretty jumpy, but. I would say you almost have um, yeah. this anti-hero vibe about you. No, it's where, not anti-hero. It's just I hate having shit talk to me. I don't yeah. like it. I fucking don't respond well yeah. at all. I don't because I just got picked on a lot in middle school and in right. Catholic school. Catholic school, meanest fucking kids ever. Right. And, like, I just don't respond well at all when people are, like, really mean to it's me. It's almost a PTSD type scenario. Not, where yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. It makes it sound so much worse than it was. Right, right. Getting pinned down by the well, nuns. Yeah, pinned but, down by the nuns yeah. and their rulers. Totally. Yeah. yeah. No, but I've seen you. I've seen you go after hecklers before, and it's in t it's entertaining. Yeah. I like it. I love going after hecklers. I mean, yeah. that's the way I prefer it is like uh, they say, you're a comic. Use your words. And that's usually what I try to do. Sometimes I'm. Yeah. it's really hard to be witty on the spot because what happens is like if you look at any hick, if you look at any video of me doing stand-up, right? Yeah. When I'm doing stand-up, I'm like this. Yeah. Joke. Deliver. I got it. Everything is right here, right in front of me. When I have a heckler, I'm talking like this, like this, like yeah, this, like yeah, this. Yeah. I got I'm moving the mic around all over right. the place. I am, I am nervous. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. am nervous. I don't like it. Right. I don't like it at all. It um. But if I got to do it, it's like you got to address the elephant in the room. Like whatever's yeah. going down in the situation, that's what you got to handle, right? I yeah. I I have this motto that I came up with only a month ago, but <clears throat> I you know. 
And when you're early in, you're always thinking of ways, how do I get funny? How do I get funny? And I almost think you make it too hard on yourself totally. to the point where now I just said, this is my motto. I go, um, say what I see. That's it. Yeah. And then obviously I want to, like I said earlier, I got to make everything funny, but that's seeing things in funny ways. But if you're in a room <clears throat> and there's a really obnoxious situation going on, you got to say what you see. Exactly. And you're seeing an obnoxious situation. Seeing something so obnoxious. Um, I got, I got, uh, I got 100% knocked on my ass two two weeks ago, not physically, but uh, <laughs> you know, just uh, whatever that word is called. Um, I I couldn't figure out what to say to this dude. He was being such a douchebag at swinging yeah. door to the point where I was sitting there for probably 10 seconds, and I couldn't think of anything to say. And I go, oh, that was fucking embarrassing but and even yeah. jacob he goes i've never seen you pause that long before yeah. and i go yeah i don't know what happened there because i felt like of all i mean i've been heckled multiple times but of all the heckling situations this is the one where the guy was just sitting there and mm -hmm. it's like i kind of like with you and your mom i was like, like so the energy I, of the dude, room was so nerves, bizarre nerves cut off your access like i think when you're really nervous it it whatever your imagination yeah, gets shut down, well, shut down yeah whatever storage system like all of your mm. clever shit is locked in like yeah yeah that the the door to that just locks yeah you know and you're sort of like fuck like um they call it the wit of the stairs oh i heard I've that on a doug stanhope term. podcast the wit of the stairs so okay. you're walking down the stairs and you go uh i should have called him a fucking whale you know like, like right. yeah it's the wit of the stairs yes. so um don't use that title. That's the title of a Stanhope podcast. But uh, okay, I that's won't. a good one. Yeah. Well, you got. There's so many yeah. possible titles. So many, dude. We always we always have a good time. We always yeah, throw down on we this. do. We should make this like a once every six months type thing. I feel I like that was the last time we anytime, did this. Anytime, yeah. you want, you want to uh, get on the podcast, just let me know. Wait, so I'm where where were? I feel like we went on a mega tangent with that whole fight thing, but we were talking about something, right? Um. Well, you we know, we're talking we about schedules, working, trying to well, work. Well, you answered a lot of questions yeah. there that I was going to get to, but you you hit on them in yeah. your um in your story. But yeah, I think there was three three main points that we have to really kind of delve into before you get out of here. Yeah. The first is, I guess for you, it's business as usual from everything you talk about. It's not like you're going to change the plan too much. You're going to stay working. Your I, had straight job. I had to take a day off work to figure everything out today. Today, I was like, I needed to get a YouTube video up. I needed to reply to like dozens yeah. so many messages i needed to right. write because the, the most fucked up thing about this whole situation for me yeah has been like it's rewired my brain a little bit where i'm yeah. thinking i wonder how many likes i've got on tiktok for that video where my brain used to go asparagus hmm <laughs> <laughs> you know like just like yeah thinking like you know, what about, what about the Keebler elf? I wonder what he's in. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, my brain's just thinking of just, like, weird shit all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's become refocused on TikTok fame. And that's not good because that's oh. why my writing is so out there and different, right? It's because I'm thinking of weird fucking yeah. shit all day. Yeah. And I need to go back to thinking of weird shit all day. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the move. So that's the plan. You got to keep working. And that again, that's what I like. It's not going in your head. You're not like, oh, yeah, this is going to be something. You're just speaking uh, of which I, I got to remember was this. I remember recording something fire last night and I just remembered. I have no idea if it, it was a dream or if it actually happened. Oh, I get you that ever get that sense. where you're like, yeah, I was like, that was on. Fuck, I think it was a dream. I don't think I came up with any yeah. good bits last night. Oh, and it's happening more the older I get. Yeah. And, I, and actually, I haven't talked with anyone about it because it's kind of freaky where you go where memory pops in and you go. Wait, was that a, a memory or something I had totally. dreamed? And to the point now where if I do have a dream and uh, like I try to move to my phone as quickly as possible and I write the dream, I do a summary yeah. of what I what I dream. So now I have all these things, which actually some of that shit could be funny. Totally. I mean, it sounds kind of weird, but I, I'm I just, glad my I'm new thing is like I and I've been so bad about it. And this has always been my point of view is that I when I get an idea. If, yeah. Even if I go, that's the best idea I've ever had. Yeah. There is a 75% chance that I'm going to forget. Yeah. No, I do forget. I, I will forget. Like, I will fucking forget it. And I go, yeah. fuck it, I'll write it down. And Ooh. I got to be like, override it. You know, fucking yeah. Hedberg has that bit about, have you ever heard that Hedberg bit about that? Uh, I've heard a lot of his bits. Mitch so. Hedberg has a bit where he goes, I think of jokes in bed sometimes <laughs> late night. And it's tough because I either need to get up and get a notebook 
or I need to convince myself it wasn't that funny. <laughs> yeah. And that's the truth, right? That's so Hedberg esque. Yeah. yeah. The way, yeah. He fucking the, rules, dude. I love yeah. that guy. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Um, okay, cool. So we, we covered that. I think the other one, no, you covered it all. But um, we're coming up, it's 550, basically 555. Do you want to wrap it up? Because I got to get you the, I got to copy this stuff for you. Yeah, yeah. Also. So um, what do you want, what do you want to close on? What do you want? Well, well let's do one last thing. Yeah, we got, we got to plug everything you're doing. Okay. Right. So we got to figure out where you are going to, where you're going to be uh, performing the next two weeks, give any shout outs, whatever. Yeah. And then that's pretty much it. So I'm going to be, what's going on the next two weeks? I'm at San Jose Improv tonight. Okay. Um, wait, when, when is this coming out? Uh, well, streaming right now, um, but I'll get it up on audio. Uh, I will do it tomorrow. Yeah. So long story short, I basically have no idea what the fuck's about to happen. This is like, and we were going to talk about this. What, what's going to, where to go, where to go from here. Um, this has been the weirdest thing in my life because what's happened lately is like comedy clubs have sliding, started sliding in my DMS. I've started talking to other comics that are working other places. Yeah. It's, I could potentially be going other places. I have a very, I have an audition at a very big comedy club. Nice. One of the biggest and the best. I can't say it on here, but I got yeah. the audition. We'll see what happens. Dude, um, thanks. I'll tell you. I'll tell you off air. But um, yeah. Fucking. Uh, we're gonna see how it goes. Nice. Um, if that goes really well, that's gonna fucking change everything. But I really don't know where I'm gonna be. But I do know. Uh, at San Jose Improv this Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm at Cobb's Wednesday, Thursday, and after that, I, f- I forget. Right on. Word. Uh, Word. Val- I know Valentine's Day. If you want to come out and see Joe on Valentine's Day, because I remember thinking about this, I go, okay. am I going to be getting laid in February? And I was like, probably not. <laughs> so um, so Valentine's Day, I am, um, I'm in Oakland at 8, and then I am at Copyright at 9.30 in San Francisco. So come see your boy. You know what it is? I keep I keep looking at that here, camera no, no, very I'll menacingly. Wait, yeah, I go. like to I like to point at the camera. Yeah. There's gonna be so many shots of it coming down here, me going, "How you doing?" <laughs> but uh, I, I do like to turn the head and look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this was fucking great, Dude, man. Thank you awesome. so much. Let's much love, brother. Much love. Thank you for coming on. And I am gonna stop the stream. Peace. And stop recording. Stop recording.